Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. Today on Normies Like Us, size does matter as we talk the king of the monsters, so let them fight because we are talking Godzilla, Gojira, Godzilla, and Godzuki? Normies Like Us. Let them fight. That's a lot of fish. And did you see... We call him Gojira. Hey, yo, bad boys. We are back. We are here and we are talking Godzilla. I am your host, Mike. Kaiju Colin. Uh, Joe. Oh, man. That Dude, was, I, I got you guys Kaiju figured Colin out. Got the I big got one, you man. guys. I got big guns on this you're, one. You're always so good at that, and I'm always so terrible Thank at you, it. I'm so focused on reading the copy. I should have been Micah Godzilla. But Ooh, I like that. Okay. I like that. You could do King Joe. Or, oh, okay. uh, interestingly, sure. I don't know if you guys know, they Joe, throw Jaguar. away Kaiju in the American term Titans. Titans, Titan yes. Which that's what they're referring to them in the legendary verse, right? But before we go there, let's go ahead and go around and see where are we at from the niche to normie spectrum on Godzilla. I consider myself a fairly big Godzilla fan. Mm. I have the Megalon poster at home. You know, I saw the original. Like, I have vivid memories of that. I've seen nearly every Japanese Godzilla and, you know, the American release as well. So, so probably the most niche of these. You're, you're coming out the gate strong. I am, I am in here. I am way in the Godzilla-verse, yes. Having a poster makes you niche, but I would argue... Having a T-shirt is probably pretty normy, actually, for Godzilla. Like, you see a lot of, like, you know, Japanese kanji, big Godzilla figure on it, striking red writing, and I'll be like, hey, do you like Godzilla? They'll be like, dude, this is just a badass T-shirt. Yeah, and he's like an icon. Joe, how about you? Uh, I'm pretty normy here, man. I think I'll be the, the most normy of the episode. I saw the 1998 uh, Matthew Broderick classic <laughs> in theaters. Uh, so I saw that Godzilla 2000, Godzilla 2014. Mm-hmm. I have not seen the most recent one yet. So mm. I would say I'm the most normie of like, in terms of the zeitgeist. Yeah, I've seen clips of the old Japanese movies. Mm-hmm. I've seen the Americanized versions, but not too in depth in terms of the universe like you guys. You are. know about the Heisei and the Showa eras or any of that? Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, I know of them, but I don't know what's inside them. You know the word Toho. That's the big thing, Absolutely. Right? And that yeah. is exactly what we're talking. And, you know, so basically what we're talking about is Tale of Two Cities, Tale of Two Countries, I guess, because we have had the Japanese releases and the American. But, Colin, where do you come in on this? So, I would say split down the middle niche normie right like you know i i like joe what you probably like the most is the matthew broderick one right so what you know unfortunately (laughs) like what you know is size does matter like the big catchphrase and weirdly that's the smallest godzilla that we've ever seen on film yeah like as far as godzilla in name like that character the smallest one is the american godzilla so yeah weird for me i'm coming in from i saw it first uh, like on weekends during mystery science theater they would comment over Gamera or Godzilla films. Yeah, and Gamera has like, appeared in the first Godzilla film. So let's go around really quickly. Let me set it up. What is Godzilla? He's a giant monster created from nuclear testing, nuclear bomb radiation. He sometimes destroys cities. He's sometimes a benevolent protector to humans. In many ways, the Godzilla films were the first one of the first cinematic universes 
because there would be spin-off movies for individual characters and then they would all team up and fight against different like you know tag teams of villains etc so it really kind of did a lot of groundbreaking as far as the concept of like an MCU. Yeah, that didn't exist before the the Toho universe. Yes, exactly. And Toho also quickly famous for many other Japanese productions and in fact the original Godzilla was the most expensive film since Seven Samurai up to that point. Wow. So, you know, Toho was really pushing the boundaries for cinema even you know, with giant monster latex suits and human dramas. So, And Mike, where were we just talking about them that our loyal readers can check out? We were talking about how they produced Detective Pikachu. Isn't that a strange fact, Joe? Oh, yeah, that's a weird tie-in. Tiny monsters, you know, yeah. weird things Pocket interacting with people. To, you know, city-sized monsters. Exactly. So they built their backs on uh, Akira Kurosawa and Kaiju, and they've... They're still going. One of the largest, I believe, still the largest studio in Japan. So Yeah, but let me ask you guys this. Is Godzilla a dinosaur? I believe he's a radioactive reptile. I don't think he's a dinosaur, but in some tellings, he is an ancient being. You get yeah. that Zilla, you know, King Zilla. That's, you know, dinosaur being like giant lizard, Zilla. And, of course, the word Gojira, what that comes from. And even that, it's Gojira, which is from gorilla and whale, right? Yeah, that's probably some of the niche is the actual origin of the name is Gojira is, you know, Gorira and then Kujira is whale. So yeah. Gorilla whale. But when you look at him, you're thinking gorilla whale. I'm kind of thinking dinosaur. Right. But no, I mean, obviously but he's not. The original pitch was for him to be a giant octopus monster. No which way. Which now I did not that we're talking that. about the ocean, it's like a gorilla whale, like a big tentacle beast thing. Yeah. Okay, but they, they kind of went in the dinosaur direction because it's just a little bit more easy to digest and make a suit for a person to be in. Um, so without getting too much into the movies and everything, mm. I want to ask, do you guys have a favorite Godzilla movie and do you have a favorite Godzilla villain because everybody I think likes Godzilla but of the he has a impressive rogues gallery he really does oh they're way up there yeah and as far as cinema so do you guys let's start with Joe is the more casual here do you have a favorite Godzilla movie and do you have a favorite Godzilla monster as as the most casual my favorite movie is the worst movie and I'm not saying it's a good movie (laughs) but it is the the 98 Americanized uh Roland Emmerich Godzilla. That's a lot of fish. Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot of that's fish. a lot of fish. You're I think drawn that movie, to the New York Cityness of it. Yeah, I think it's funny, and I think it does. It tried to do what Cloverfield succeeded in doing in bringing the mm. kaiju film to America, and Ooh, I love these that. these films yeah. are so westernized. Western Western is <laughs> like that's when you get point, shot by a gun with a guy yeah. named Western. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they they've become so big in our zeitgeist that it's weird to even think that they come from the east. I mean, these are another region's heroes and villains that we're just applying to ours. Uh, so I would say that's my favorite movie in that it's the one that I have the most experience with, and that I think is the funniest uh, villain wise though. Mecha Godzilla. Oh, come classic. on! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such awesome. a weird version of like, okay, what if what if there was this creature, and the only thing that could go against him was a robot version yeah. of this creature. Japan loves its robots. It loves its giant monsters yeah. and city scale destruction. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Leopardon as a fucking Leopardon. Godzilla. Exactly, that's funny to me. But it's you great. do see that parallel in every sort of creation. Like, look in Western comics. There's Superman. We should build something to fight Superman. We should build a cyborg Superman. Like, yeah. there's that obsession metal of oh, exactly, yeah. the government can create something to fight back Metal Sonic. We unleash you to kill Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't like, yeah, it, it is also weird. kind of like uh, 
Pacific Rim? I mean, yeah, isn't that definitely. exactly what that is? Is like, oh, monster. kaiju are coming up. Fuck Let's you. build the kaiju. <laughs> yeah, we deserve to own that. Which again is, yeah, that's Guillermo del Toro just loving Japanese kaiju and mecha films and cultures. You know, Gundam Wing, yeah. that yeah. whole thing. You know, and Attack on Titan is a kaiju thing. So I mean, Godzilla really it, the way Diablo is kind of like every RPG that you ever or D and D is everything you've ever played. It's like. Godzilla, in a weird way, is also connected to very, very many things. Power oh, Rangers. We're oh, going to bring it up is some weird stuff on this show where definitely. you're going to be like, why are they talking about that? But trust me, it is connected to Godzilla. And this is definitely the way to, you know, the new film has come out. So we're going to give you kind of a, a, the niche to normie on like the weirder stuff and the more common stuff. Like Joe saw the 98 one and Colin. Now I want to get your take. You know, he knows Joe knows who Mecha Godzilla is. Yeah. Without oh, even yeah. seeing that movie. Yeah. Well, I, I've seen that movie. Okay. But I haven't seen wilder ones like kid godzilla versus mothra yeah like yeah that's a deep cut i know what it is i have not seen it or even like this the standalone rodan movie or something for oh example. yeah no yeah. i've never seen this which we'll get into that movie. colin i want to ask you then what's your favorite movie what's your favorite monster uh again coming into it from the angle of like it's not parody it's not that I thought it was like a lesser art form because I am watching people comment on it with Mystery Science Theater, where obviously yeah. they are poking fun, but I was still getting the enjoyment out of sitting there. Like, if anything, that's just cutting out the human element that they're talking over. The boring shit. Exactly. And I'm still getting the wrestling matches that are like, whoa, wait, that guy is in a dope-ass suit. Whoa, hold on. What's that flying through the sky? Is that Rodan? Yeah. You know, like, you still catch all that. Um, so I do have an appreciation for the older ones. Like Joe, I was a kid where probably my first exposure to actually understanding that it was Godzilla was the 1998 film. Okay. So I hold that there. But the one that I love the most is King Kong versus Godzilla or yeah. some of those old ones where it's like Godzilla Monster Island where literally like they, you didn't even get that like Godzilla was bad or Godzilla was good, quote unquote. Because it cut out a lot of that bullshit and was literally like almost a wrestling ring while other monsters like yeah. I remember on Monster Island where literally King Ghidorah nods in the background watching him fight other monsters <laughs> and being like, this is fun. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like, Super Smash yeah, Brothers. Exactly. The movie. It yeah. was almost sillier and cartoonier. I like that version of it. And I feel like there's two sides of Godzilla. There's like, you know, the original Godzilla and even the Gareth Edwards 2014 treats it as like this natural disaster, this yes. force of nature that humans need to cope with the ramifications of he's sort of against us right he's the bad guy of those films we're the heroes quote unquote Eh, sort of but ken Ken watanabe also comes in to be like no let them fight let him do it like you know because then it did become that like monster brawl rubber suit wwe and that's where we are with king of monsters the latest release and then in 2016 japan just rebooted godzilla with shin godzilla which is really going back to the horror (laughs) yeah like you know he looks like he has the radiation burns he's a lot scarier which is going back to his roots and another niche we haven't talked on at all is the netflix verse the yes. planet godzilla the godzilla monsters yeah, yeah that are I the, love that. the size that of fucking continent he is the largest godzilla that we've ever is, seen and i want yours in a second mike yeah. but if i Nobody. was like turned off by godzilla the most it's kind of that anime version and kind of where we're going in these modern movies where 
if Godzilla moves his toe, a city explodes. Like yeah. what I liked about the '98 version was, is I'm pretty sure he was as tall as the Empire State's Building, or like they he would have to climb him up. Or, up yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like he, you know, he still had a, a fear of height of like there's nothing that exists he's like, in nature that big. Yeah, yeah he's like RKO King Kong. Size yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we're like we're. Again, I don't want to be the podcast that defends the 98 version. Yeah. You defended uh, Mario Brothers, the movie. You can defend yeah, anything you oh, want. I'll be the, the person on the podcast yeah. who defends it, but I don't want the podcast yeah. to be no. defending it. He Joe's is essentially yeah. the the version of King Kong, like you said. Yeah. He, in that movie, they make a point to saying like, oh, he's we don't know where he is. He's lost inside New York. He has made New York his home. It's not, Colin, like you brought up, these other anime movies where, like, he he rises up and all of fucking Japan just explodes oh, as his right. head rises up. I'll give you even up. worse. The plot of those anime movies is that we have had to leave the planet because yeah. we cannot it's coexist with them. And to me, that's like, it's cool that the anime can't explore that scale because obviously I wouldn't want them wasting special effects to be like, we don't exist on the planet anymore. That's probably too much. It's it's not necessary. Yeah. Then you get into like Jason X territory, yeah. which you don't want to get, or Leprechaun in space. Yeah, oh, God. yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's definitely like elevating it and takes it in a different direction that you couldn't really do with cinema. Yeah. So, you know, but I have my other opinion on those. I watched all of them. So, but Godzilla and anime, I mean, it's fucking cool to hand see in it hand. That's very cool. in a way that it's it's drawn, you know, it's easy to yeah. uh, access as a fan. I mean, when you're dealing with giant monsters, you can only do so much physically or practically or then CG. You just got to farm it out to 8000 people. All right. Tell me, Mike, so. which one of these giant monsters then is your favorite? Well, a little background. My first Godzilla film, I saw the 1954 black and white uh, in my grandma's house. It was just on TV or something. And I just remember seeing that and Mothra was backing him up. Gamera spinning around on a telephone pole and Godzilla is just causing destruction. Wow. The black and white one. But then after that, you know, I would watch the VHSs. And my favorite one, the one that I watch most frequently is Godzilla versus Megalon. Oh, okay. And Megalon is a bug one. creature with drill hands, and then he teams up with Gigan. Oh, you would call him has... a bug? Oh, I'm thinking of Gigan in my mind. He's yeah. more beak like. Gigan is like, he's like Scyther, right? He's weird. got the blade arms. Yeah, weird that you just kind of, they're just in your DNA, right? Yeah. Those, those names and what those weird things are, but I'm sorry. Please continue. Yeah, so Megalon and Gigan team up, and then meanwhile, Godzilla must team up with Jet Jaguar, who is a Sentai. He's like Ultraman. And, but he can grow really big. So he does his little transform move. So it's a tag team match between Megalon and Gigan and Godzilla and uh, Jet Jaguar. And weirdly... For the WWE title, right? Yes. yes. And, and in this WWE metaphor, Megalon, whose name was on the poster, he is the, the Genetti of this tag team where he gets kicked through the window by Shawn Michaels and Gigan becomes the fan favorite monster. So I like Gigan, but my actual favorite... Mon- That's my favorite movie, but my favorite support monster is Rodan. I love Rodan. Yeah, oh, so I'm curious to hear what you thought of his treatment in this new movie, but we'll get to it. Yeah. We'll get there, but I did have the 1956 original Rodan movie on right, VHS which is its as well. Own spin-off. Oh, okay. Yeah. I never saw that yeah. spin-off. He that debuted is... before his spin-off, but mm-hmm. then he had his spin-off. See, yeah. that's where you guys are. Again, this podcast is niche to normie. You know, we cover all of it. I have never seen the Rodan spin-off. Yeah, so if you watch something like King of the Monsters and you like yeah. Rodan, he has a solo film. Mothra he has, a, has solo a solo film. film. Like, you can check this stuff out. Um, and Ghidorah is just, like, 
the biggest bad of big bad. Big bad baby. Yeah. He's King Ghidorah. And he also gets a mecha version, which monster we'll talk about. So. X. His fucking there's a monster arts figure of of King Ghidorah that is to die for. Oh man, man. it is so cool. Dude, but, Godzilla probably had some of the coolest toys of all time. Did you guys have any of those growing up? I did not, but cool kids had Godzilla toys. <laughs> yeah, I did not, but I'll tell you some of the new ones that are coming out like Bandai and NECA and Jack Pacific have some of the coolest fucking Godzilla figures out there. I definitely had uh, a wind-up Godzilla that was about a foot and uh, a half tall, but it would use flint to like spark, and it made questionable smells going to my child. <laughs> which, uh, <laughs> which version of the character was it? It was like the 1990s Godzilla with the little oh, okay. round, so the, the 98 design with the little yeah. with the little twirls. He's got the little pointy ears. Yeah. He looks kind of like a pit bull. Um, and then I had Rodan figure, but yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. Can I just throw oh. in one last final point of, you know, I'm always trying to say, you know, it's the niche, it's the normie, it's to that. It's and always like, I, I don't know if you've noticed this readers of this podcast, but almost every episode I'll say, well, actually this is maybe the normiest thing we've ever covered. Guess what? I'm going to do it again and say the interesting normie thing about Godzilla is, and this is my point. Yes. Do you have anything else in your life that you think your grandparents knew about as much as they did about Godzilla? I had a grandfather who would say, at least once in my life that I can remember, that thing is as tall as Godzilla. You know, pointing, you know, making a metaphor, making a joke. Guess what? My grandfather never out loud said the words Harry Potter, Star Wars. No, it was uh, Godzilla. Anything else. So, you know, people of a certain generation, it came from the 50s. Like, people know what Godzilla is. I watched is. my first one at my grandmother's house. Yeah. Oh, and that's that's worth talking about. Like, Godzilla started as a fear of the atomic bomb. I mm-hmm. mean, this was like, you, 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 America, bombed a country and created this monster. Yeah, we're the bad guys in these movies. Are we, though? Because the... Then yeah. this monster goes on to protect those nations in other movies. It's almost like we were the monster, created a figure, and then that figure from a tragedy rose to protect a nation. It's like if Frankenstein like became everybody's buddy. Yeah, which is yeah. any other... Well, it would be like if Frankenstein became everybody's buddy if he was sent from America over to Germany and he was always like talking about something bad he did in the past. Exactly. You'd be like, Oh my God, there's so much here. It's so rich. Is there, I mean, is there any other monster though, who has become a hero like Godzilla? Interesting. Because you think about it, like I guess I would just say the Terminator, like the shift from T1 to T2, him looking over the kid, but still no, in that, but it's never like Freddy, Frankenstein, no, Dracula. Not. And guys, Okinawa in like a bit. Japan and stuff, they have made him a national ambassador. You're yeah. never going to reach that status with Arnold's character. Sure, Arnold could, but like Godzilla as a character has transcended like more than anything. Which again, I think it 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 is something that like this is a a world tragedy that pop culture has turned into a positive. Oh, God. Can you imagine the 9-11 monster that'll yeah. come out in like Where 10 years? Where is it? And then when it eventually is like, actually, I'm on the side of the terrorists or something, <laughs> yeah. you're like, no, stop. Oh, no, don't. Yeah. We need mecha 9-11. Yeah, exactly. And it's definitely worth noting that this did come out of that event because also, you know, Hayao Miyazaki, who made Grave of the Fireflies, which is very much about that event. Oh, and you can see brutal fucking footage in that 
that film. Yeah. Of, of, of the effects of the atomic bomb. And this is nine years later. So yeah. this is digesting and interpreting that in an art form, which is basically a straight up horror movie. So that's where we came from. But now we got Please Monster Punch. Yeah, yeah. But, no, but you're right, Joe. It's not like we've gotten to the point where like Freddy's the good guy in the Freddy yeah. Krueger movies all of a sudden. No, and I don't think we will get somebody oh, well, else. Oh, even who gets those that like like Colin, you brought up 9/11. We don't have a movie about 9/11 where ooh, what if a monster did 9/11? Because the media has become such a part of yeah. the zeitgeist where you're not saying like, oh, some external force made this. Yeah, it, and don't that bring was up Cloverfield because Cloverfield is not that. Cloverfield is widely yeah. different. Yeah, Cloverfield, is, yeah. we can talk about later in the movies, was our version of the kaiju yeah. films. That was Matt Reeves and J.J. Abrams saying, "What if we made a kaiju for American audiences?" Yeah, this is there was a national tragedy which was caused from a war, mm-hmm. and how do we apply that? We to almost our zeitgeist? need group therapy. Yeah, we yeah. need to get it out. Create Godzilla. And how do we creatively get over it? Oh, we turn it into a monster, and then eventually that monster becomes an icon that we can root for because we celebrate our history, good or bad. Yeah, and ultimately becoming one of the largest pop culture symbols and an ambassador for said place. So. He's huge, literally and figuratively. It's Godzilla. Ah. <laughs> You've all known him. We're going to jump in and talk his movies next. Hey, yo, bad boys, we're back. We've risen from the depths, and we're ready to be the king of podcasters here talking Godzilla, king of the monsters. He created his own kingdom. More monsters spawned off of it, and he continues to rule over it. We're getting the brand new king of the monsters just released, Shin Godzilla 2016, Gareth Edwards Godzilla in 2014, and way, way back in 1954, we have the original Godzilla. Yeah, but when people say we are in remake territory, like you just laid it out for me. Yes. There was Godzilla. There was Gojira, a.k.a., right? And then there was Gareth Edwards' Godzilla. Now we're mirroring them exactly in that that first film was, when it was released in America, called Godzilla, King of the Monsters! Yeah, we're exclamation bringing mark. back to that. Bam, we're here. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yeah, and this one feels very much like Godzilla versus the Three-Headed Monster, where he teams up with Rodan and Mothra to defeat King Ghidorah. That was another one that I enjoyed a lot. And this is very similar to that, where you have Mothra, Rodan, and Godzilla all working. It's a little bit different. Don't want to spoil it too soon. But, like, yeah, like, it's that setup. Yeah. Retold. Now let me just ask, like, plainly, like, have you guys seen that? It's the metaverse, original... as Joe said last time. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, there we go. Have you guys seen that original? I know you said you have, yep. Mike. Joe, have you seen that original? I've Black seen 1954, White? yes. Okay. I've seen the original. I believe, yeah. I think we even might have watched it in film school yeah, we for watched it film history, if it you was, could even believe uh, that. I think yeah. film history too. not even the latest of our film histories. It was the middle version where we had to talk about it, yeah. And we're talking people like Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. Like, credit this film as something that inspired I've them. I've never of seen course. anything like that before. Because it, it, it's something that, again, this is... Uh, the, the beginning of a new verse. I mean, like you said, Mike, we're in the metaverse now, but like this Godzilla, I think marks the first rise of pop culture. This was a movie that was not seven samurai, even though it was the company that produced seven samurai, right. they were making something that appealed to the world. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you know, forget the country. It was the world. Everyone saw Godzilla. Everyone knew what Godzilla was. Blue Oyster Cult made a song about it. 
Hell yeah. yeah everyone's heard it, you know? And, uh, this no. is episode 51. I think 20 of these episodes. We should have waited three. Yeah, oh, yeah, there should've we go. Should have been 54. Uh, I think I bemoaned on like 20 of them saying like, I wish I'd invented something. It'd be so cool to invent something. This to is inventing something, a movie man. where for the first time ever in the history of it, you're like, put on that monster suit, but it's not just you chasing someone around. We're going to play with scale. I'm going to introduce miniatures that you're going to walk around and sort of, we're going to really paint a picture here. That is fucking one of a kind. I mean, that's film taking or filmmaking taken to the next level. That is beyond, Ooh, we're making a movie. What if this was real? This is, what if this wasn't real? What if we created a whole new universe? Samurai movies exist. Different worlds. Yeah. That's uh, the miniature scale. What if we just use those things that we use for background shots mm-hmm. and made them the main shots? Yeah. And like it basically encapsulates everything I appreciate about filmmaking because it's practical effects. It's miniature work. It's like cinematography. Like how do you make these things look huge? Shoot them through some power lines. Low, like it's all craft and it's all real. Like the, the, at the at its core to me, a good Godzilla movie has dudes in suits mm-hmm. destruction of miniatures right and like that's pretty much it and it's just shot to make it look epic there were rumors for years i don't know if you guys heard these in elementary school or hell high school by this point that matt stone and trey parker the south park guys were going to after team america with what they did for puppets do it for rubber suit kaiju movies those were college rumors man oh really those, those were yeah. so late yeah. yeah yeah i love that though like i want to I, I see used to yeah just dream about that because yeah. you know me and colin we, we saw the the newest godzilla film should we kind of non-spoiler just talk about how definitely well, hey, even spoilers yeah, we'll we can talk about it. it just just say you're gonna spoil it yeah. before you all spoil right guys it. from this point on here's if you the haven't spoilers. seen the new godzilla yeah godzilla fights Ghidorah. oh shit. what Hold on. godzilla fights other monsters hey i'm movie? from 1980 and i don't appreciate that spoiler <laughs> there's literally no spoilers in this so fuck yeah. off yeah it's like yeah when i when i watch this and i watch the gareth edwards one i just it's epic. Like the fights are epic when Ghidorah and Godzilla and Rodan are fighting and Mothra and, and Rodan's kind of like star screaming this. He's Ghidorah's a little lackey. bit. Yeah. He's just kind of there. <laughs> yeah. And then he bows down to Godzilla when I he loses. That. Like, Oh my Lord, you know? He's, oh, I'm sorry, my Lord. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his little birds are whispering, but, um, that monster stuff is so epic. Like when Rodan comes out and he flies over mm. and you see his shadow and the shockwave follow, that shot is stolen, you know, it's remade from his 1956 movie. Which, I, you know, I, as we talk more about this, I'll say I have not seen the latest movie, but I went to a panel where I was able to, to hear what the filmmakers were thinking when they made oh, this very movie. Cool. And I saw about 30 minutes of it, most of which was monster fights. They're, they were well aware of that. That was a direct homage. It's not yeah. even like stolen or or like they didn't know what they were doing like yeah. it's all meant to encapsulate that that zeitgeist mm-hmm. or nostalgia factor of oh this is what they did before this is what they should be doing now and i have that you know like the, the whole when rodan comes out in his solo film he flies over creates a sonic boom levels the city and then destroys some jet fighters because oh he's faster God. than they are that's exactly what happens here but it's like the scale of the wind like ripping children from their fathers is like insane um, that's what I'm talking and about. even it's the location of him the Easter yeah. eggs are good is they do love the source material because they he do. was at uh, monarch site 56 
1956. Oh, I bet all of those sites, Mike. That's so cool. Or 60, yeah, yeah, like that. that's very They do. Cool. They all do. Um, wow. Yeah, can confirm that. <laughs> Talked, yeah. You know, we met with the screenwriters at that panel, and they all said that. Wow. Like, that is exactly what they were doing. Yeah, so, like, that's a nice touch. So, and when the music hits, like, I hear the Mothra theme. Like, all that was treated really well, but... There's just something it doesn't have that magic when it's all CG. Yes. Like, well, okay. To me, to me, it's epic as hell, but it doesn't stick with me. Let's relate it back to what we've been saying with the rubber suits and stuff. Let yes. me phrase it this way. You know, you see so many critiques for Endgame, Avatar, blah, blah, blah. That's all green screen. Why do they have to have green screen backgrounds and people interacting with real people? Now, with CG, you got to give it up to Godzilla there is no, there is nothing that you can do to where anyone interacts with monsters these size. It's just absolutely impossible. Yeah. Is this where you guys like to see green screen get dumped, this universe? I mean, I think it's worth noting that when they made this movie, King Ghidorah, three-headed monster, everyone knows him and loves him or mm-hmm. loves to hate him rather. Yeah. Every one of those heads was acted by a different actor. When they created that movie, Whoa. there were three different actors doing motion capture for each head. Oh, man. So, I mean, that's I think awesome. that's worth, like, guy yes, suit. we don't have the guy in the suit anymore. But for King Ghidorah, we have three guys doing the one head. Like, like that makes sense to me of, like, we're not capturing the exact technology, but we're trying to adapt that. And we have these actors doing these characters they're there man like they are I didn't credited think about that, as that motion capture you're right it's like yeah. we have so our cool. andy circuses and we have our haru nakajimas exactly you know? they're different but sort of the same and like for king Ghidorah, it was three different dudes doing three different heads <laughs> just and, weaving and you know and what maybe i would rather just be andy circus with ping pong balls on me than wearing a 150 pound godzilla suit draining a gallon of sweat between yeah. takes and maybe because it's the modern age and you can get that technology. You have those, the, the furrowed brow of Godzilla, yeah. which you're not going to get he in emotes. a puppet. Oh, you know, he, you're not going to get some close ups. He gets some thoughts, you know, behind that. And that face. stuff. Oh, yeah. And like, even I'm telling you, even they, they made a point, the filmmakers in their head to have each one of King Ghidorah's heads. All three of them have different personalities to have different emotes. Yeah, the center definitely feels like the alpha. The left feels like the beta. He's always giving it a hard time. But if you are the center head, you probably have to make sure neither of them is. Oh, it's my God. the beta, the alpha, and the omega, right? Wow, dog. There we go. All right. Oh, they were. That's, <laughs> that's not me taking credit. That's them saying. That's, that's what they said. Yeah. And well, that is awesome because he's like, you know, the one of the most powerful monsters. So he would have a beta, the alpha, the omega, all-encompassing Hail Ghidorah, and there's a scene of him being in front of a cross. He's the unholy trinity at that yeah, point. Well, and that was the down. other thing that they made a big point to talk about how this was bringing it back to um, essentially like the Book of Armageddon. You know, this was the idea that things would never be the same after they arrived. Right. The creatures having almost like forces of nature more than creatures. Oh, this universe is more fucked than the Jurassic World universe because oh, at this 110%. point going forward, like we're getting Kong versus Godzilla 2020. They've confirmed hollow earth. Like the earth is hollow in yeah. this universe. And that's where the Titans have been secretly living. So 
Who knows, man? This this world that exists now. Well, and confirmed now, aliens too. Yeah, yeah, confirmed alien because that oh. was one of his origins in the movies. What was uh, confirmed aliens? Can you guys, as Ghidorah, someone who has not seen the movie, Ghidorah is confirmed as being not from Earth. He came from outer space. They say he fell from the sky in ancient writings. Like if there's the only gods. one alpha predator that's ever existed, and it's Godzilla, and he should be able to reign over all the others, and they should fall in line. Where would this other weird alpha come from who threatens his, you know, dominance from yeah. the skies? From Interesting. The skies is okay. very so strange. He came from, and even in, you know, the movies, there's origins where he comes from space, you know, and uh, he's Monster not of this X. earth. Monster X, exactly. The aliens are in line with him. So it there's definitely a love for the source material. Same time, human characters are really bad, but that's the same with the original rubber suit Japanese ones. There's always a human subplot, and it's always way lamer than the fighting. Let me jump on that just while we're talking about technology, because let me make a counter-argument. Wouldn't you guys say technology's really increased in the other route as well? Yeah, we're talking about sweating in a you know 100-pound suit or whatever. Yeah. Hydraulics and stuff, you know, people, better air conditioning quality, better than that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But cameras, macro lenses exist now better than they've ever existed before, yeah, so where we can get, get, get scale and, you know, quality on a production designer's incredible costume that they've made and make it look like something is thousands of feet high. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. easy button is throw all the money at all the animators in the world. But what really would take skill is use the best miniature artists you saw what they did with lord of the rings and high speed sure. lenses to make those miniatures look incredible how about moon a couple of years ago like right. five years ago oh, a bunch moon of miniatures an incredible job and <laughs> colin you say five years ago that was closer to 10 baby probably we're getting old point. yeah jesus and Christ. Jurassic, jurassic park still looks good because they only use cg for the wide shots they still had practical heads of dinosaurs legs etc yes can you do that with a suit? Like at least build some of it, have the miniatures shot well, and like do that mix to where it'll hold up. Because when I look at King of the Monsters and even Gareth Edwards' original, it's it just it looks good, but it doesn't look realistic. Really? Do you believe that Blue the Raptor exists more than Godzilla? For me, like I, I believe that Godzilla exists more looking at them. I think the Raptors in the 1997 Jurassic Park are more oh, believable. Than, sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But again, that's coming from that practical effects element. That and you're that's why in. I think I skew towards the Japanese ones. Like maybe mm-hmm. my hottest take is there has never been a good American ja- uh, Godzilla movie. Like oh, maybe that's, that's my fair, take. man. I would believe that take. Yeah. yeah. Would you say you're closer to the Shin world then? Because that's much later, higher technology, better production values, but still going. For and it that. is awesome. If you've not seen seen Shin Godzilla, that's a hard combo to break. Shin Shin. <laughs> seen Shin Godzilla. And that's is that just two. Th- <laughs> Uh, 2016 or does yeah. that include the Godzilla 2000 I was movie? about to ask does that include is America Godzilla 2000 that's an import right no that's that was different Godzilla it? 2000 oh, okay. was a movie made in Japan that yeah. had nothing to do with America it was Godzilla 2000 he fights yeah. Y2K yeah. yeah, yeah, he he and fights he, the rash. The ball drops. He destroys <laughs> Napster, and Metallica <laughs> gives him a high five. <laughs> um, no, yeah, God, Shin Godzilla is just the reboot of like kind of the the horror element yeah, of Godzilla. Mean Godzilla, but he has like a transformation. Like he has like a larval stage, and then he grows into his final form through the radiation. So you see him go from like this derpy looking weird oh. salamander to like this threatening menace with Shin like, Godzilla has cancer yeah he has radiation burns. <laughs> but, but he, again that's, got, bringing, that's bringing the the elements of the character that were originally there that's bringing yeah. the fear of radiation and poisoning it's all with back. suits it's all yeah. with suits and miniatures they're doing it the old school way and like 
they, they've never done that in the American version. So, so Mike, you're CG. you're hard on that. If it's not suits, you're not interested. It's not really Godzilla. Okay, so for Mike, if you're not in a suit, you're not Godzilla. Yeah, because that's what kaiju is. It's dudes in suits breaking tiny buildings. That's what's fun about it. Can I get your thoughts on 98 of the first American? Did you? Were you up? Was that the first American? Yes, 100%. And I'll I'll give you an even weirder story. So um, uh, uh, Jan de Bont, uh, a prominent filmmaker, was hired to make the film through Toho, where they were like, you know, let's let's think about bringing it over. Let's let's do it very traditionally. And he was like, absolutely. Like everyone else in this filmmaking generation, I am so inspired by the original Godzilla. I want to stay true to that. Well, that's very boring and dumb. Let's throw that out. Let's hire Roland Emmerich, and for two years he'll develop it. Where our main notes are, let's make this guy skinnier and faster, and let's make him cool. <laughs> so that's that's where let's we end up. Cool, yeah. maybe he has babies with an iguana. Toho had like sent over like a best practices, like here's how you can use the character and portray him like a style guide, right? Yeah. And they basically just ignored all of it. And Roland Emmerich, people know, Independence Day, you know, big disaster yeah, movies. Yeah, known so for very the disaster. Day after tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of his thing. And this is in between those two. That's in between Independence Day and Day After Tomorrow. So this is the like, oh shit, he's great. He's on the map. He made the biggest alien movie of the last decade. Yep. And then, oh, okay, what are you going to do with disaster movies? Uh I saw it at the drive-in theater, which enhances the experience. And as, like, a a kid, like, I thought it was all right. Like, I liked it, but I I didn't consider it Godzilla. Mm. Like, to me, like, in my heart, like, it was fun. Like, I liked the Ferris Bueller. Like, it it was fun enough, but that was not Godzilla to me. You didn't fall for the hype. I remember the merchandising only had shirts triple XL. Oh, God, yeah. It was way all over there, man. That was a uh, Easter movie release as well. Like, it was, you know, trying to cash in on getting American audiences. Let's bring grandma to Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone can see Godzilla. You all know what Godzilla is. And... It's Janormi. I mean, that was in 1998. They were covering it like, well, everyone knows what Godzilla is. Yeah, what if we did it again? It yeah, and they're really breaking it in there. Um, the thing with that, I, I don't hate his design in that. Uh, you know, Me it, either, man. I like his design. I honestly think it's okay. Um, but then the internet, or not even early internet, but fans decided to start calling this version of him Gino, which is Godzilla in name only. You oh. know, So they had an acronym for him. And then, uh, funnily, in Godzilla Final Wars, Japanese Godzilla fights American Godzilla. And eats him, right? I no, he that. tail whips him into the Sydney Opera Hall oh. and fire blasts him. <laughs> and it is the, this is true, the shortest monster fight in any Godzilla movie. Good. His quickest victory was over the Roland Emmerich. Over <laughs> the American Roland Emmerich. And it's to a Sum 41 song. So it's, it's a Whoa. very weird scene. I should link it in the description. But uh, Godzilla Final Wars, quick shout out. That is the one where basically... He just fights every single monster. That's where, like, it's just like a it's, yeah, a boss it's an rush. elimination I've chamber. Seen he just keeps yeah, going. Yeah, they just keep coming out, and the world's like exploded already. Right? Yeah, he's just like keep bringing them out. Yeah, and there's like some weird human subplot with like kung fu and like martial arts fighting. But oh, I don't even remember that. I just I remember, remember literally either, being yeah. like, Rodan, bam, Mothra, yeah. bam, and just like Megalon, running through them bam. all. Gigan, bam, yeah, and he just runs the gauntlet. Which I think that's the issue. Is like. What do Godzilla fans want? Mm. You know, because there's so many different flavors. Do you want that horror kind of Shin Godzilla, original Godzilla, Gareth Edwards 2014? Do you want that Final Wars, just give me a monster gauntlet? And maybe that's where the American films, especially King of the Monsters, has troubles. It doesn't know where... Like, you got a lot of monster fights, but then 
the tone is more serious. Like some of these late Godzilla movies are really campy, you know, and but you don't you have guys that. know where we've seen this before, though, right? The Turtles, the Ninja Turtles, hundred percent true. With their second big movie, where everybody was like, "It's too much like the animated series, and it's too fun in this." In the first one, they were too like dark and blah blah blah. Nobody knows what they want. True, but I know I like silhouettes of Ghidorah behind lightning storms, so I, I did get well, that. And you get that <laughs> yeah. in Monsters, yeah, uh, King of the go. Monsters, for for at least two minutes, yeah. right? You just get lightning bolts yeah. behind yeah. him. But that is, I'm mean, Colin. You brought it up. That's the big issue, right? Is no one knows what they want, and to take a symbol of tragedy that became a, a symbol of a country and make it into a global phenomenon, you have that question of like, well, what is Godzilla here to do? Is he to point out human errors, or is he just meant to be a big monster fight, monster battle protector? Right. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, he basically ends up becoming the alpha of all large monsters. And all he has to do is atomic breath them until they fall in line. You know, whenever somebody tries to... Atomic breath, even bringing that back to the original origins of the character. That's his standard power. You know, the the fear of the atomic bomb. He has atomic breath. He's not a fire-breathing dragon. No, it's it's atomic radioactive energy. T-Rex, yeah. And he feeds on power lines and energy sources, you know. Yeah, nukes in this newest one. Uh, And we are seeing the Rotten Tomato score, of course, for King of Monsters is very low. And it's very easy if we're saying fans don't know what they want. It's it's very easy. I'm seeing a lot of fans react to those ratings. I'll rate the Reddit right now. Uh, Rate the Reddit. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if you guys are in the Godzilla Reddit. Like all communities when these sort of reviews do come out it's a lash out to say the reviewers don't understand what they're talking about they don't understand what the real fans want uh and it's very easy for them to laugh when most of the reviews coming in say that the human element of godzilla is the weakest part of it but mike as someone who saw it i would agree with that wouldn't you where you read it and you're like well, no, humans can't bring down Godzilla that much. And then you're bored out of your mind in between these fights, and you think, Jesus Christ, you guys have to reevaluate completely how you present this. Oh, absolutely. You want the monster fights, and then they're dragging it down with the human. And that's what people complain about in the first one. So, Colin, you had the rate the Reddit. Is there a better Reddit, or do fans need to create one? No, it's it's Godzilla all the way. God, I don't know if there's like a kaiju or probably a yeah, Toho Is there an R kaiju? No. Or... There and it's be. fine. It's a good community. You should have seen the fan art that they were putting out every day beforehand where they were putting a picture of a different type of Godzilla into a collage saying, this many days away, this many days away. And I understand that the wind immediately goes out of your sails when you say, well, why doesn't everybody else in the world like this thing that we like as much? But that's kind of the reality of liking something. Well, so that's the Book of Revelations, yeah. which is what they were most inspired by. And it makes sense because there's four main monsters, Rodan, Ghidorah, Mothra, and Godzilla. Only Toho licensed ones that they could use a legendary. Are there... Ah. Okay, so, so They show other kaiju, but they are not They known. are not allowed to name them. Oh, they're all and original. Joe, they bring up, I don't know if you recall from the Gareth Edwards Godzilla, they bring in a couple Mutos which were the bad guys from that film as well, to bow before our king. So the only ones we know are those four. So as someone who has not seen the latest, but only seen about 30 minutes of it in preview screenings. Of the cool carnage. You got the good stuff, baby. Uh, Yeah, and that's kind of my issue, and I feel sort of bad. Like, I'm not rushing to the movie. I feel like I've seen the best of it. I saw, (laughs) you know, Godzilla fight uh, King Ghidorah in the sky. Like, what else do I need? So... That's it, though? There, There's just the four monsters? There's not... 
Yeah, as far as combat is concerned, um, you know... Beyond the tease that we'll talk about. Uh, I mean, beyond that, basically all you're getting is even fan service homages to other movies where you get Bradley Whitford saying a line in the film, oh, they used to love when that guy would say, let them fight. I mean... What? Honestly, dude. Really? Like, oh, that's pretty groundwork. It's pretty self-involved with itself, too. That's what I would argue. Yeah. Uh, let me throw this out real quick. Maybe it's an an inappropriate uh, fact to point out. BS, as we call him on this yep. uh, podcast, has made a, a, a number of films in the past. I think past. his name snuck out last episode. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I had to. It's all right. I'll say it again, though. Brian Singer. Brian Singer was partners for a very long time with Mike Dougherty, who made this film and directed King of Monsters. Mike Dougherty has written four films for him. He's written, uh, as far as I believe, Superman Returns, X-Men 2, X-Men 3, and Valkyrie. All property Um, films except for Valkyrie. Yeah. And also, he has not gone out of his way post-accusations. In fact, he's kind of said that, like, Brian Singer's still a cool guy. So, and also, and I hate to point this out, Mike Dougherty is... Gay, uh, and you do wonder if he, yeah. I'm just asking you guys, and obviously, based on the allegations, yeah, but you wouldn't overlap. if you worked in an office with a child molester who was straight, you wouldn't say, Well, we got to ask all the straight guys if they're child molesters, too. That's not the point I'm bringing right, up. Right. But Mike Dougherty really seems to love Brian Singer. Do you think he might be kind of a scumbag? I don't know. I think if you're not willing to say that your friend is a scumbag, yeah. you're a scumbag. Like if if you're not willing to say like ooh this person I loved and respected turned out Who to be a scumbag actually been proven to be a monster yeah. at the very like least if, you're, if you're enabling not willing and that's to, terrible and, yeah. and, hot take here normies yeah. if you're enabling you're just as bad as people doing it but an interesting it, you're, career you're the same so he's don't the guy behind friend, um, yeah. Trick or Treat if you guys saw that as well a great that. horror movie uh, so an interesting guy just it's as great, something I wanted yeah. to bring up yeah but removing art from the artist you know looking at the film. What I do enjoy about it is it, it made me remember things that I love about this series. Like seeing the shot for shot remake of Rodan's attack was awesome. Spoiler, like at the end, Godzilla does get powered up and he becomes red and he becomes burning Godzilla, which we've only ever seen in one film. It's basically his Super Saiyan. Dude, that's awesome. Like he levels up beyond and it was sick because it was like, oh, fuck, that's, that's going to be burning Godzilla. And he's only been in one of like the over 20 that he's been in. So, like, that stuff was very cool. Hearing the Mothra theme, and it's like, oh, I remember watching that. So, it just kind of reminded me of, I want to go back and watch Three-Headed Monster, Monster Zero, you know, and yeah. just rediscover, like, the origin that they were pulling from, because it reminded yes. me of so much of those epic moments. So. so, clearly, the makers are fans of the material, too. Do you think it is then just a movie by committee, that that's where a lot of the human stuff is, where it's like, look, we have another weird fact, Joe. We have Millie Bobby Brown and one of the teachers from Stranger Things, I guess, as yeah. a package deal in the first scene. Let's put them all together. And so Tywin make Lannister. sure you're yeah, make sure you're using these people. And sort of what we said with Detective Pikachu too, where I said I really felt like that was edited by committee. Do you kind of feel that here? I think it's just a budget thing. Like it takes so much money. We can't just keep showing Godzilla. It would yeah. it would cost like twice the budget. You know, like you could not have an hour's worth of Godzilla in one of these things. That's why I'm saying do the miniatures, do the suits, get creative. Don't throw money at it, throw creativity at it, and then maybe America will get the recipe. I had Godzilla versus King Ghidorah on before you guys got on here. Just search Godzilla full on YouTube, guys. You can find a lot oh, of these films there. up yeah, there. The uh, I recommend that one. 
it before you got here, it had a 30-minute fight scene of just them basically dancing together, but it's still cool and because that's what I want. And you're a kid and you're like, you know, and they don't cut away from it. Like when you actually get there is human bullshit in all the originals, but when they show you the monster fight, they show you the whole fight. They're not cutting back and forth. Where's my daughter? They show the whole fight in its glory. And you do get a lot more of that in this. You know, I think they don't fail in making the monster fights epic. It's just what do we want? We want all monsters. So as someone who has not seen this movie yet, uh, hit or shit, should I go see Ooh. it? Uh, can I ask you one more question? Have you seen Kong Skull Island? Yes. I okay. like Kong Skull Island on certain levels. And Pacific Rim. How do you feel about Pacific Rim? Pacific Rim 1? Both. Uh, Pacific Rim Come 1, on. I'm here for. Pacific Rim Uprising, Stop nothing. trying to stopped. torture Fair us, enough. Mike. No one else. No, but that's the thing, because that's legendary. And the reason we're asking okay. is because if you like yeah. Skull oh, Island. We're getting into post cred scene territory <laughs> here. Well, no, it's been announced that we are yeah. going to have Kong versus Godzilla in 2020. Which is in production. Yeah. Adam Wingard, director. But no, you're right, Mike, too, that it also crosses over into that weird Pacific, Pacific Rim, Rim could world. show up into this universe, too. Oh, Who knows? Absolutely. Come through the rift. The rift is just a connection between the you know Godzilla world and and their and, world in our world so to yeah. hit or shit i mean i i'm glad that you're kind of caught up in the monster yeah i'm trying to Joe. i'm trying to bring it do back to do i want to you us. to finish it yeah. yeah i do because if you already saw the other two you'd probably like the one that's more monster fights than any any of the and others and we're going to get to the point so for you Colin before we get to to Mike's response here is that just Ooh, it's a hit because you want to see King Kong versus Godzilla. I, that's why I put or in is any it of the other VHSs. It's, it's not a hit because of that, because logistically, I can't even figure that out. Mike brought up this burning Godzilla thing. I didn't know that. The cool yeah. visual of the finale, Joe, is that he is putting off so much radiation. People are, Ghidorah burns around him. So, like, King Kong wears one of those radiation suits Superman would wear in the animated series <laughs> to, while he to, fights to fight Godzilla. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine or it. Or King so Kong I is made know. out of the same radiation. Oh, because, don't you dare. Well, it makes him grow. No, <laughs> as we boom, learned boom, boom. in King yeah. Skull Island. Yeah. And or, it gets name uh, dropped Kong a Skull thousand Island. times in this movie. Yeah, I knew, yeah. I knew that, unfortunately. Because uh, they were... The biggest push was like, oh, if you don't like this, but keep in mind, we're making it's coming King up. Kong vs. Yeah. Godzilla. Uh, he's made out of the same radiation, and oh, that okay. is explored in the opening sequence They're of doing King tests Kong. over there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's made out of the same radiation tests that made Godzilla, so he can face that radiation. Is but it- Colin, it's just a as a movie... Beyond, oh, what are you going to no, do afterwards? I would not recommend seeing this one. No. Then. No, do you think I could it. see King Kong versus Godzilla and not see this oh, movie? Oh, definitely. All right, well, here's the question I must ask yeah. you to know if you're ready. Have you heard of Godzilla? Yes. <laughs> Have you heard of King Kong? <laughs> yes. Hold then on. I guess you're ready to watch that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hold on. But Slow would down. you recommend that I see Godzilla, <laughs> King of Monsters? If you're a casual fan... It's worth seeing if you've already seen the scenes at the panel. Like I think you're you're probably personally okay. Yeah. But if someone yeah, who's I've like, seen the best of the movie, yeah, if somebody's an outsider, hard. it's a curiosity at best. Like you will see some very epic imagery and very cool stuff. But I don't expect you to take away from it what I did because I I got the references and I got like what the origins were. You know, so if you're not a Godzilla fan, you could probably skip it. Honestly, it's not a must see. It's like. 
I wouldn't even say it's a must-see movie-going experience, though. Really, really. Yeah. only if you're That's Godzilla tough. fan. It's yeah. a summer. That's yeah, how I look at the terrible. X-Men movie. It's not for mass audiences. No. It's for X-Men fans. Yeah. This is for Godzilla fans, and if you are one, you should see it. But there's also no such thing as a perfect Godzilla movie. <sighs> even my favorites of them have slow, boring human bullshit. Yes. You know, so there's no such thing as a perfect one um, yet. And here's the thing that I just hate about this real quick, just because me and Mike are coming off of seeing that Detective Pikachu wreck where we were both kind of cold on that, too. Yeah, you heard us. I just don't want to sound like we're haters (laughs) on movies. No, I know. Yeah, we were cold on it, But, like, man, you know, hey, I'm sorry that, yeah, I just cannot recommend this one either. Bummer. Unless you like Godzilla. So, that being said, let's go ahead and move on out of the movies and get into the game. bad boys we're back it's the king of the monsters king of the podcast no one was like us and we're going to be talking the video games of godzilla gojira the monster himself yeah is godzilla king of the video games he has a lot of well-regarded ones but mm-hmm. not necessarily ones that are blowing up the charts i mean we're not currently all playing the next big godzilla game unfortunately he doesn't need that though like he's so he's <laughs> such a fixture in pop culture that like he doesn't need a video game franchise like no. he will endure beyond that he's endured two continents worth of interpretations different reboots and you know from campiness to dead seriousness like he can. He's like any genre. He he doesn't need video games. But have you played any? And if oh, so, thousands of them. Thousands of them, and I'm happy to talk about them. But first, just while you're saying, I mean, yeah. spanning it all, let's talk about the fact that I mean, he's on the first ever a Commodore 64. He appears on with a Godzilla game, not licensed. You know, not not given money to Toho. But oh that's incredible. God. And no, I have not played that. Did Did you guys even have a Commodore 64 in your or a ColecoVision in your grasp or an Atari 2600? No, Atari was the first one I did. Have My neighbors had an Atari. Yeah. The Famicom was the first one I encountered. We never had those like computer game console no. hybrids, sort of. Yeah, you no. weren't playing Pong. I was not playing Pong, not playing ET, none of that. Yeah, um, I did check it out, and a big problem with the video game crash was there was there was no like system of checks and balances. People could just make games and release them. No, that was ET, right? Yeah, I mean, that was the whole thing. This looks like that. Like everybody was just making like shovelware basically like we're seeing on steam just like whatever you can cobble together and there's no oversight you can just put it out and charge people for it and that's what happened the market got oversaturated this looks like one of these it's like battleship 16 bit garbage eight maybe um the ones that i liked i i would play some fighting games on like super nintendo and stuff that i'll get on emulators so it would be like a street fighter clone but it's like mecha godzilla rodan Ghidorah, you know Burning Godzilla, Space Godzilla, which there's a lot of different kinds of Godzillas for those who don't know. Some those cool were ones. all imports and literally called things like Godzilla King of Monsters, but they yeah. had exactly what you wanted and you just hit the those hammer were on the head with like fighting games. Like that's what Godzilla is, right? Forever and always. Yeah. If it's going to be a video game. It's yeah. a pro wrestling match. Yeah, basically. That's all you want and that's what you should get. So the fighting games are the best. And then I remember the 2014, um, they just did the Japan Godzilla versus series, right? Um, there was another one on 
destroy all monsters i think that was on ps2 oh dude that was like my favorite that's like a third person one and that was very fun you're crushing the cities and well beyond that i mean they were literally being like yeah just an homage to like 50s serial sci-fi things it was like well we'll have a giant lizard character we'll have an alien character we'll have a dragon we'll have you know just fun to run around and destroy all cities yeah absolutely but really like i mean i don't like look to Godzilla for video games, you know, and I only played some of them and like, they should be fighting games, but I don't, I really don't think it's the best place for them. That's interesting. I looked at it to blockbuster. These were rentals for me. I never owned a Godzilla video game, but okay. like, let me tell you, dude, destroy all monsters on GameCube. Probably one of my favorite rentals of all time where I may be going back multiple times to get that motherfucker. Yeah. You know, not killing it in a weekend. How many times did you do that? Oh yeah. A hundred. When I had full weekends to play video games. Yeah. Um, I don't really know how much I have to say about these, if I'm being honest. Like, they are there. Mm. Um, if you like slamming Godzilla against other Godzilla mm. monsters, it, it's out there. I mean, it just feels like the mechanics are hard to nail down. Even on the Street Fighter clones, it's like they're so big that it feels yes. like now I'm moving too fast. And when they're moving slowly as it should be, it just feels less engaging. And you're talking old school when you're saying Street Fighter clones. That's kind of how they were. Where they've ended up now, it's the Tekken market where it is that full 3D platform of Spiral Around, but still the 2D, you know, versus combat. If you're looking for something like that, you've got a Switch, Pokémon. You know, Pokémon tournament. That's just literally the Pokémon's take on Tekken. It's monsters fighting each other. When I'm renting Destroy All Monsters, or if you're playing a fucking ROM of it, it's literally exactly that. But I can say... Oh, cool! I'm doing the story mode where eventually I'm gonna kill Mecha Godzilla or blah blah yeah. blah. But it's exactly the same thing. Honestly, my favorite Godzilla video game is called Rampage. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it's like yeah, exactly. Oh, and the weird, Rock's classic yeah. movie. Yeah, weird, weirdly, go. that's a better Godzilla movie than King of Monsters. Yeah. If I'm being completely honest, but they don't I would cut have also loved, fight. and they never did a Godzilla game in the vein of where you're just the villain to the landscape or the world yeah exactly it was always just fighting games you you could do a modern take on katamari damasi with godzilla walking through a city where at the end you just get a huge percentage sign that is you fucked up san francisco it's like burnout yeah Yeah, how how much destruction can i cause but I, i assume the san francisco San Francisco console would be like, mm. you can't do that. Like we're just going to make a game around destroying cities. I don't know. It might get people's frustrations out. Yeah. And you're jamming down combos to shoot atomic <laughs> breath and you're choosing your little customizations. Well, I don't want to be that version of Godzilla. I want to be the blue version. Well, that's where it is. It's like the roster. So at least the fighting games give you that. But Oh, they give you everything of that. Like literally, if you want to play as Mothra, fucking play as Mothra, dude. Some of these have like every version too. Like they have every era of Godzilla. They have all the different versions of Mecha Godzilla, And it's just... Oh, Destroy All Monsters had Orga from Godzilla 2000, who was like the whale version of Godzilla. Right. So if you want to play a fighting game where you actually play as the whale gorilla that is Gojira, That's right. you can play as Orga in that game. As long as I can play as Hedora, the smog monster, I'll be happy. <laughs> Biolante. Biolante. Let's just, let's just say a bunch of dumb names. Let's real say names. Let's just confirm <laughs> yeah, so let's see if, Joe, confirm if you've heard of these monsters. Yeah. Abira. No. No. All right. Colin. But you can play as Biolante in one of those games. Yeah, I don't know Abira. Abira is a giant Abira. shrimp. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, my okay. God. I hate King that. Caesar. 
<laughs> Let's move on. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> that's a place in Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, a yeah. Giant, Caesar. it's giant Julius Caesar. So all these monsters are represented. These games are definitely made for the diehard fans. You're not going to get a casual person just to come in and get a Godzilla yeah. game. It's going to have all those deep cuts, every freaking version of every monster. You know there's Batra? It's like an evil Mothra named Batra because it's like a bat. And so, I mean, there's shit out there I that you've it. never heard of. <laughs> I'm ready for the Mothra solo film. I get it. I just want to be... I just want to be um, Worm form Mothra. Just let me shoot silk at people, and that's my entire move set. So, I think that's all we can say for the Godzilla video games. And the sad thing is, they don't do movie tie-ins for these. You know, they released one in Japan that was around the time of ours. You know, the the Gareth Edwards one, but it, it wasn't tied to that. So you're not getting these updated. If you want more Godzilla games, I don't know how you would go about asking for them. So good luck, normies. Play Monster Hunter. Capcom's got it. Yeah, there you go. At least you're fighting Godzilla. Uh, maybe a VR experience where you're in... Where you are Godzilla. <laughs> well, <laughs> either where you are Godzilla or you're in an environment where Godzilla is attacking and you're just... You do the Halo the jump and it's the stress out game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, natural disaster survivor. I'll say, Produced like by Robert Zemeckis. The Power Rangers game. Did you guys ever play yeah. the one where it was just Genesis? The fighting games. Yeah, yeah back was, in the day. It was day. a fighting was game where you like were doing these. big suit battles. Mm-hmm. So I, that was the Godzilla game I had, I guess. Yeah. That's like I said, like I love the uh the King Kong the movie The Game. Yeah. On Xbox three sixty. That was a launch title for it was three, so Xbox three sixty. Good. Parts of it were a shooter, a first person yeah, shooter. Yeah, and those were my favorite parts. Parts of it were a third person monkey combat yeah. simulator. I just like the first person because I felt so small in the presence yeah. of these beasts right yeah. that's what a, a, that's another way you could do a godzilla game oh that's an interesting idea mike is surviving yeah. on like the scale of a human while these okay. titans are around i'm throwing it out it's called skull island hmm. it's for playstation you know it's a first six. party yeah playstation 6 hmm. it's a triple a where yeah exactly what you're saying it's an uncharted-esque on an island with things way bigger than you how dope would that be you could do a battle royale like that where they just destroy so much of the environment that you yeah, get pushed in. I don't we know. also get Cobb always recommending to us Ark Survival Evolved, which is like a Jurassic dinosaurs. Park. Yeah. You know, yeah. So maybe they do have it out there. And dinosaurs can do a lot of things with humans, including playing basketball. So let's go ahead and go over. <laughs> what a segue. Talk to the comics. It's going to be gnarly. Gnarly Barkley. Basketball and Godzilla. Next. <laughs> Ayo, bad boys talking Godzilla, talking the comics of Godzilla, because how could one of Screen's most iconic monsters not make his way onto the page? One way or another, they're going to be a crossover. We got Godzilla comics. Colin, you seem to have kind of taken a little bit of an interest in these. Yes, it is ridiculous. They're a curiosity. uh, (laughs) The background and history Godzilla has in comics. Now, I will say up front, I never owned any of these, because I think just... If Godzilla appeared in a comic, I would have thought that was the most gimmicky fucking thing that ever occurred. Because well, it is. <laughs> yeah. Like... It absolutely is. 
But he was doing just that because guess what, guys? Marvel had the rights to him, where they were just is fucking he going to be in the multiverse? <laughs> I've seen so many gifts going back to rate the Reddit of people taking the stills from Endgame of the portals opening and putting <laughs> Godzilla in the background there. Oh yeah. hell yeah, we could have used him too. That's right. He- destroy half the life in the universe but there'll still be at least one version of godzilla somewhere yes he can't snap though his fingers are too, too uh, divine. You, you can't get the gauntlet on godzilla yeah, <laughs> yeah there's only three fingers yeah, yeah so yeah. first appearance is manga like obviously since he's a japanese creation he was being adapted that way but like i'm saying so in the 70s they hit a deal with Marvel where they had... They got the Star Wars rights in the 70s, too. Marvel was grabbing they, yeah, a lot yeah, of stuff. They were grabbing the rights they to a lot of things. They had it. Conan, exactly. But the same issues that they were having with Conan and when they started doing Star Wars where they're like, okay, in this issue, they go to Flib Flab 7 where you're like, whoa, this isn't Star Wars. They didn't have any of the rights to anything else from Toho. So literally, it was like... Okay, we have Godzilla. What should Godzilla do in the comics? And it was a big question mark. <laughs> so he would uh, fight Frankenstein. He, not necessarily that, but he would appear against the West Coast Avengers and be like an actual natural disaster that would come and hit San Francisco. Absolutely, where Hell Tony Stark yeah. would come out and Jarvis would say, "Oh my God, it's Godzilla." <laughs> um, he would face off versus uh, the Red Robo Raider, which was their version of Super Sentai or, you know, like a, a Jet Jagger. Ultraman. Exactly, Power like Ranger. a robot to face against him. And in classic Marvel fashion, Joe, they have gone on to what? Repurpose the Buffalo a thousand times over. Well, you can't because, not. Exactly, because Marvel has a history of, I don't know if you know this, Mike, they have their own comic lines from back in the day where monsters dwell, you know. Mm. Um, uh, Groot was introduced as the thing from Monster Planet X. X or Monster X. Yeah, hey, exactly. Right. A little Ghidorah reference. Parallel. Um, and, you know, Korg, the spaceman from Jupiter, you know, where, mm-hmm. or Kronos were the first all, uh, appearances I mean, you of them. I think back in the day, it wasn't like superhero comics yeah. were really a thing. They were just starting. So there were horror comics, sci-fi comics, romance comics. These were all coming from the monster or sci-fi comics. So when they would do like big events, like literally even just a couple of years ago in all new, all different for Marvel, Monsters Unleashed, it would be like, wait, we still have the rights to Red Robo Raider and stuff like that. They're not using Godzilla again, but they're going like, well, we invented that guy to fight Godzilla, and then we never fucking used, used him again. <laughs> Let's use him. Yeah. Weird, right? That's crazy. Yeah. I just love the idea of Godzilla coming in the West Coast Avengers like, um, what do we do now? I would love to see it with the modern West Coast Avengers, too, I would as where well. you have like... Quentin Queer and Kate Bishop and being a like, mortal oh. man and yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. flat man people who aren't uh, will even see listers from Marvel, no, they're they're we'll say, it's a yeah. it's a comic book. I mean, they're yeah. well a comedy comic book, I guess I should say, because they're comic books to begin yeah. with. But these are characters who are funnier dealing with something way serious. Yeah, and it's interesting because he had weird relationships. Like he did not have his intelligence, nor was he the protector of mankind, but he also wasn't a bad guy. So he, like Dum Dum Dugan from Shield would be like, "Stop it, Godzilla," and he'd be like, "Oh, Dum Dum Dugan," <laughs> and they'd sort of like <laughs> become like friends, and then you'd be like, "Oh," but again, there's so much of that embedded in that Devil Dinosaur. Like Devil Dinosaur Devil was Dinosaur a huge character for Marvel. Mm. Moon Girl and Moon Boy were these sort of avatars to control it. So there, it's always been there for Marvel. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Anyways, but these were big books that I I don't think DC was doing anything like that in terms of monster books. They were more focused on. I mean, you got to think it, it was detective comics yeah, before. Yeah, that. they were a little more real. It was gritty. There they wasn't the wolf action man. comics. Yeah, werewolf by night. Yeah, yeah, like werewolf by night and stuff like that. That was all. I mean, Blade even was introduced in a Dracula comic, the Tomb of Dracula. So Marvel was doing sort of those outrageous uh, concepts before. And speaking of outrageous concepts, Colin, I wasn't joking. And I assume you know, Charles Barkley and Godzilla played basketball played in some a comic hoops. book. They played some hoops. Now, have you seen pictures of this, Joe, by chance? Uh, Charles Barkley, of course, of gets grown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a CG creation. This was a, yeah, yeah, Dark Horse made these comics, but sure, it was also a ad campaign on yeah. television it's where like you could watch them It's like Space Jam to paper. Yeah, because the commercial Boy. came out in '92, and then the commercial was doing well. Like, well, if we just made the comic, what if we, what just, if we just wrote sold that? somebody that? And that's how it jumped around. Like, it look went at him, from Marvel. Look at him, fucking. Um, we're looking at the comic panels right it. now. He's, he's, he's doing it, that's a personal file against Godzilla. Barkley yeah. is elbowing Godzilla in the jaw to drive to the net and dunk Godzilla on him. should have won. Hashtag t- 2002. What no, is better than no, this no. image of Godzilla hitting a layup, dog? No, no. Godzilla's got that wet stroke. He's doing good. <laughs> he, um, he can drive to the paint, dog. <laughs> and if you want to see what we're talking about, go ahead and check out the Instagram because I'm going to post all of these screen grabs please, from the comic on the Instagram. I'll put the commercial in the notes as as well so you can check it all out but yeah. we should say it does eventually get a little less goofy so it jumps around marvel right. doesn't lose it but again they're not it's not theirs to sort of keep up and keep doing eventually at some point they're just like we have fing fang foom we do our own <laughs> we giant green dragon <laughs> yeah we don't need godzilla so it's jumping around it goes to dark horse you know, for the next 12 years they're doing their own sort of ones that do their own gamut of like direct adaptations of the movies and original ongoings. So if you really wanted something more traditional, you could go that way. Where they are now, it's with IDW. Um, you know, they did a lot of like weird adaptations to the licensings where they were the first people to get everything. So they were like, we can show it all. We are not limited to coming up with imaginary red samurai robots. Let's mm-hmm. have Godzilla fight X, Y, and Z. They did that. And then Legendary now, of course, is releasing their own comics. I don't know if you guys have checked out Godzilla Aftershock. It's technically the sequel to Godzilla, prequel for King of Monsters. Yeah, so it's that that bridge in between the two. And so in the movie, they say, King of Monsters, we haven't seen Godzilla for five years. Eh, that's kind of iffy to the canon of Aftershock, this comic, because you see him going around just like ripping Muto's asses. So I'm not sure where they would place it directly then, but it's interesting if you're a big fan of that. It just falls into one of those weird gaps. And the MCU has fallen victim to this as well, where you want to create comic content in between your movies, but then your movies aren't made by the same people who are making the comic content. So you have sort of this like, wait, where was Phil Coulson? Oh, yeah. wait, where was Godzilla? It's like, like, it's the same kind of issue. Yeah, Ghidorah's right head doesn't know what his left head is doing. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's probably... Yeah, BVS had a weird tie-in comic to Man of Steel where they tried to say that there was always a Supergirl that was there too, oh, but then that doc, ended we up could never do being canon. a whole episode yeah. on the weird-ass DCEU comics that yeah. existed because those were wild and, and normies if you want to hear that please let Ooh. us know we could make that either as a video essay or an episode of just yeah. the weird movie tie-ins to comics 
Yeah, oh, yeah. I do. I love that idea. And vice versa. Um, another cool side of it, like, it's not really comics, but it's like collectible related. Is like mm. Godzilla does have a sick, sick, sick line of toys. Like mm. at any point in his oh, existence, baby, you want to you want to talk toys real quick, real quick. Oh, because Neca and Bandai. Oh, if you're a Godzilla fan, Bandai's Monster Arts line is incredible. They have everything you would want, like fucking. Big? Uh, can I ask size? Because can when I we get were space, Godzilla? Earlier, space uh, si- Godzilla? Sizes vary, right? Yeah. Like Jack specific. If you're looking for the new movie, right? They're mm. making six inch figures. Mm. Those are pretty small. They're the size of Marvel Legends or Black Series. Oh, if you're okay. a collector today, uh, a little bit above. Like if you're not a toy collector at all, you, you, when you think action figure, you probably think GI Joe. That's three and three fourths. Mm-hmm. These figures are six inches. Uh, for Jack specific, but NECA is making 12 inch figures. So I think they're a foot tall. Dude, it's like original GI Joe. Foot tall, yeah. and th- those figures are also like uh, from head to tail, they're 24 inches long. So Jesus. like, not only do you have they're a foot tall, but the tail spins out and it's fully bendable. Whoa. Like, oh, really? That kind of shit. You can hold yeah. my pencil. Oh, yeah, dude. That's <laughs> you can do a that's lot. That's a euphemism. Him. It's really cool. So, so like NECA and Bandai Monster Arts, the nice. the SH Monster Arts line. If you're a if you're a Godzilla collector, you know what I'm talking about already. Right, right. But if you're not and you want one, check out either the NECA line or the SH Monster Arts line. Also, like uh, we're local to LA, um, Little Tokyo around here has Jungle. They have a huge, huge selection of like kaiju and uh, mecha figurines and model kits. You want your Gundam model kits. They even sell Uh, replica masks of the Godzilla suit. (laughs) Those are so so cool. Some of them were like screen used and like a couple thousand bucks, but you can get. That's awesome. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff there. Well, and that's the thing I will say. Like, if you're a casual collector and you're listening to this episode, like, well, like Godzilla, I'll check out these figures. They're expensive. I mean, they are on the pricier end, but yeah. that's because you get they're you bigger and you're you're getting what you pay for. Yeah, my yeah, but you get the detail. Yeah, the detail and the NECA figures. They even have the roars and shit. That's like awesome. they are built in. You can hear it. It's it's super. And cool. the sounds of Godzilla are almost as iconic as the visuals too. So to have that if with not, the toys, yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, and that's a, a fun that tie-in. I didn't mention this in the movie section, but when they were making the sounds of the monsters, yeah. they were all pulled in from the original versions of Absolutely. the characters, as well as like lambs buying and and crocodiles like stomachs growling yeah like frogs ribbiting like the shit that they put in to to make those noises is is just as much as any of the visual effects artists and even just hearing those cries like hit me with that nostalgia way like that's what Ghidorah sounds like it's kind of that high pitch like you know it you know so that's awesome um other than that guys I think we are Go ahead and thundering back into the ocean. We've had a lot of fish. I'm going to resubmerge. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go ahead and hit the wrap-up of Godzilla. Yo, cool night to the tone of the knife pen. Camarada with a mask and a license to kill. I feel the thrill, the ill is real. The final war has come, release the seal. The monster X marauder the battlefield. Casting in them a god, feel me. Death sentence, pockets all guilty. I'm shitting on them, that's a mega dude's filthy. Blastback C4 on a Tachi. Clapping at them like the last name, L. Hey, yo, bad boys. We're here talking Godzilla and Kaiju, and I want to shout out friend of the show x kaita he lent us the most recent track that actually a familiar voice king mike the 13th might be featured Ooh. on too you'll have to see the final release a new track from ova volume 2 
named Kaiju. He's a big Godzilla fan as well, and he loved the new film, and I want to make sure we get that in there, and be sure to check out his mixtape, OVA Volume 2, Bandcamp, God Squad. We'll put the link in the description. Buy a shirt. Buy a shirt. Anyway, we are here, and we're wrapping up Godzilla. I do want to make note that Godzilla has influenced so many damn things that we probably enjoy now, and I, I don't want to leave that to the wayside. We should mention, you know, Power Rangers. That is based off Godzilla. All of the kaiju and sentai genre from Kamen Rider, um, Ultraman, VR Troopers, if Beetleborgs, any of that that you watch <laughs> as a kid, you want the episode. I know we mentioned uh, yeah, it before. Come on, Armies. Yeah, Beetleborgs. We got to burn through the whole series. All that comes from Godzilla's influence and the, the rubber suits with miniatures of buildings. Like, who doesn't love that? It's so awesome. The amount of love and care to build these things. Um, costume design. So I just want to shout out all that has been influenced by Godzilla. Weird modern movie shout outs. Um, Cloverfield, obviously, we mentioned before. Uh, Joe, a movie you love, uh, Sky Captain the World of Tomorrow. While the robots oh. are destroying the world, you see a newspaper that shows Godzilla is fighting off the robots in Japan. Mm-hmm. So Godzilla's a good guy in that world, yeah. I guess. I, it's just, it's one of those things yeah. where Godzilla is so embedded in the pop culture that anything you love. Austin Powers 3, Godzilla! Yeah, yeah. either. Uh, beyond that, Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park 2. Yeah. yeah, Jurassic Park 2, yep. The Lost World. There are businessmen who are like, Oh no, Godzilla's here too. I love Tokyo to get away from this or something. So funny. Uh, So like, this is a character who has been so embedded in pop culture that you can't love anything without the bare minimum. The people that created it loved it to begin with. Yeah, if you like Spielberg, thank Godzilla. If you like George Lucas, thank Godzilla. Like Mm. that's it. I mean, Kim Jong Il. (laughs) Love Godzilla and kidnapped two <laughs> directors to take him to North Korea to make his own movie, Able. Paul Gasari, which is just a Godzilla ripoff. I loved Godzilla. Which that's true and tragic that he kidnapped them. There's some documentaries coming out about it. If you want, no more, look that up. But yeah, that'll be really interesting to check yeah. out. Yeah. Even um, like stuff like Monster, you know, like oh, Gareth yeah. Edwards. Gareth Edwards, Edwards history. That's how we got the job. Mm-hmm. That's very, very true. Anything with a giant monster that's, you know, not a dragon is essentially attributed to Godzilla. Even if it was a dragon, like the way they made it was probably contributed to the way they made the original Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. And I watched uh, watched Godzilla and you listened, heard last week how I almost finished Game of Thrones. I did finish it, but not as a recording, but we'll pretend like I did. Um, <laughs> but like seeing the dragons, like the way Jon Snow is hiding behind uh, Viserys. When oh, he's, yeah. And he's just, it's it's like, dude, you're fucked. And like, that's how Godzilla should have felt. Like, so even Game of Thrones Winterfell had a better Godzilla scene than some recent ones. But mm. um, Ooh, I, think. I well, think just knowing how to shoot Godzilla is the trick. Oh, like, yeah. Knowing how to, and Gareth Edwards nailed it. Like, except for like the news footage, like, you know, but. From like the low angles and like just seeing how massive it was all about the scale. Then there was a lot more camera angles at eye level in the new movie. It's all so yes, but yeah, I still enjoyed it. Well, let me ask you guys this: This is the big question yes. of the pod, of course. Is Godzilla reemerging for the water, or is he going back down to hibernate? Now I know that he's got a big movie in the theaters, but let's look at it realistically. He had a huge opening day. He might not win the weekend because of Aladdin. Aladdin has been a massive success that people did not see coming. I mean, that movie made, uh, I think, 25 to 30 million more than it was expected in yeah. its opening. Wow. And that has continued since. And then you have to think, like, are your parents walking around saying, God, I can't wait for King Kong and Godzilla to face off with each other? There's really not that built up hype. Well, and Colin, you say that hype, but the bottom line is that movie is coming. 
So if they can, they'll double down. It, on yeah, it, if they can market that double movie or properly. Oh, <laughs> shout <laughs> out back. to the last episode. Yeah, shout out to the last episode AEW wrestling. But if they can market that right, if they can say like this is the battle of our generation, it might work out. Yeah, like I think King of Monsters is just kind of the middle note. Like we had yes. talked about other franchises where. Oh, you know, we should oh, say the middle child's nothing. This is it. This is the end all be all. It is totally the end game. It is <laughs> King Kong versus Godzilla. We have not seen these guys face off since the 1962 Godzilla versus King Kong. So, like, this is again another remake, kind of reboot, but two of the biggest icons: Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, the Warriors, Cavs. <laughs> I don't know if that's still relevant, but you know what I mean. <laughs> it might be. It might be. But that's like what we're looking at: Godzilla and King Kong facing off. On the silver screen for the first time since 1962. Like, and it's coming. I mean, that movie is in production. That's not a, ooh, if this does well, we'll make it. They're making no, it. No, it's yeah. happening. In 2020, we will see that. Yeah. You have a commitment there if you're a fan. You also have from Toho, we haven't even mentioned, they have committed to saying they want to make a whole new trilogy of their own. That's just like sort of inspired where they're going to sort of reimagine it in their own context over there. So really, you could import those as well. But here's my argument. If you're only making comics of this to, say, be supplemental material for your movies, if you're sleeping on video games, if there's not a Godzilla animated TV series like there was after the 98 version and the King Kong version of every version when we were kids, exactly, they don't do that for modern movies. There was no Godzilla Happy Meal. Yeah. No, exactly. You know? There really isn't the utilization that I'd like to see. That's, That's my fear. In a world where there's more pop culture flooding us than any other time period godzilla yeah was larger than life and our grandparents know what godzilla is but will our grandchildren know mm, is the I question that. and that's up to us i mean that really depends on if we're gonna show out for these movies if we're gonna be there for the big monster battles and we're gonna show out if they give us what we want and that's monster battles like king kong had a great monster battle in the daylight when he fought the octopus and those dinosaurs that was fucking sick godzilla king of the monsters it was all nighttime Give me King Kong versus Godzilla in broad daylight. Kong and don't Skull cut away. Island was crazy colorful. I'd like to see more of that universe crossover. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about that I love movie that. since we're at the end of this podcast yeah. anyway? I'll tell you, uh, Skull Island, I held off on it for a long time, watched it, and fucking adored it. I was sleeping I on it, it too. Very nice, guys. It's so funny yeah. and so exciting. Like I wish I would have seen that with an audience who understood what it is. Yeah. And I think the audiences for Godzilla vs. King Kong. Yeah. Mm. The ones who are there at midnight are going to understand what that movie is. And that yeah. movie is a popcorn and, and soda guzzing and eating battle of the gods. And yeah. if you're there to enjoy an event film, you're going to love it. So how can King Kong do it? Who Do we place some bets, right? <laughs> how can King Kong do it? He's got intelligence um, over Godzilla. He is yeah. an, a sapien. He's got a bigger brain. He can use yeah. tools. Godzilla does not use tools. That's how he's going to do it. He can right? climb. He can get up. And yeah, just Godzilla has a fucking spear. In oh, my God. <laughs> I would lose yeah. my mind. Yeah. Because you're saying, like, oh, yeah. he's intelligent. It's like, is he that yeah. intelligent? But I'll tell you, if he has some sort of weapon. If ooh, King Kong swings a tree yes. at Godzilla, like, that That's enough for me. Yeah, I'd fucking love it. Yeah. Here's our last uh, question that I'll throw it out Absolutely. to. Everybody keeps making the joke of what's going to bring them together. Mothra, why did you say that name? We both know Mothra. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Mothra. That's really funny. <laughs> That's the joke everybody makes. I get it. Joe, spoiler alert, and for everyone else who hasn't seen King of Monsters yet, there is a post-cred scene. Mm-hmm. The post-cred scene does not set up the universe of Kong Skull Island more, but what I would believe to be the linchpin bad guy that will unite them together they find one of the severed heads of Ghidorah in an evil organization will probably make Mecha Ghidorah. Which now, existed in the Toho. Really? Do you like the cop-out of we have to team up against somebody or should it be a bloody brawl? I think like BVS, not in a good way, but it'll be a battle of the two and then at the end, oh shit, King Ghidorah, King Ghidorah was in a mountain. Mech he was Ghidorah scheming. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, the doomsday he was all Lex over Luthor. again. Oh, well, Tywin yeah. Lannister is Lex Luthor. He's building yes. him, meanwhile, the whole time, yeah. waiting until they're weakened, and uh, then he unleashes I, I love how you've become a Game of Thrones fan <laughs> <laughs> to just call him Tywin Lannister. Well, that's, that's the who actor. that is. And that's yeah. exactly how he acts, yeah. Yeah, um, Charles Dance. Honestly, like, in a weird way, I'm probably more excited about that because it's more focused. King Kong versus Godzilla. Stop fucking around. Like, you got your tests out of the way. We got, you know, more monster action. Yeah, okay, you yes. built us these two. Let's show these two fights. Of the yeah. 17 titans that survived the end of King of Monsters, they say they are making their way towards Skull Island. So Ooh, will it be... It um, nobody. Everybody. I mean, every... Hey, you were talking about Rodan, your favorite, and how he was treated. He gets killed halfway through the movie, and then at the end, he's just alive, and he's fine, and he just bows before he gets, Godzilla. He's alive in the end? He gets I saw him get fucking yeah. ripped he out gets of the like sky. Hurt. Yeah. And then Mothra gets a close-up as uh, if she's going to say, you messed with the wrong bitch, and then just like kills him. I'm like, Mothra's not a person. I didn't see much of... Well, it's funny that you say that, <laughs> yeah. because if you look for it, certain Godzilla films do have speech bubbles with oh, what the monsters I are saying I almost thought other. that maybe there could be voiceover. Yeah, yeah. So that does exist. So if you want to go that campy, it's I'd like there. to see the parody. But even yeah, I said, and that's hey, that's a niche normie. Yeah. I did not even know that existed. I said I uh, Rodan was star screaming this because he's yeah. just like Ghidorah's lackey, and then when he loses, yeah. he goes to Godzilla like, I'm hey, sorry, my <laughs> you're my master now. Yes. Yeah. Hey, so, Transformers Generations War of Cybertron, let's be there. Go. Oh man, well you know it's fun. Godzilla's fun. Transformers also Mecha kind of tying into the whole Mecha Ghidorah. Uh, we'll just have to let them fight. Trypticon is the big uh, dinosaur yeah. city. Uh, so we in, can get uh, uh, a win before yeah. we get out of here. Mm-hmm. Godzilla King Kong, who walks out? Oh, they have to kill Ghidorah, obviously. I, if <laughs> if we have already had the three movies. Godzilla just, won the first match Yeah, in 62. It's been a while, though. Yeah. You want to put on some weight. It looks like it did. But I'm just basing it on like storytelling of like, well, Superman died because he had already had an established universe. So you Superman King Kong. Or well, Superman I King? would say Superman's Godzilla, and okay. that Godzilla's this will be his third movie. Right, Maybe he what's takes a king the to hit, a God? finishes it off with Ghidorah, and King Kong gets to go live out the rest of his trilogy to get a sequel to. A skull yeah. Kong two, you yeah, know, Jared, a tattooed Jared Leto <laughs> <Yeah>. destroy Boston. <laughs> a tattooed Mothra. It was me the whole time. Yeah. That'll be uh, Jet Jaguar. Yeah. Do you like so I'll say Kong. Girls. I'll say Kong wins. How about you guys? Ah, uh, Godzilla. Neither's okay. gonna win. They're gonna set aside their differences to fight a common yeah. enemy. Okay. I think that's most apt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll go Kong. I guess. Kong. Sure. It doesn't matter as long as I have a fun time watching it. Yeah. And you yeah. let us know, Normies, who you think's going to win. Uh, let us know we'll your favorite Godzilla you, villains, yeah. your yeah, favorite please. Godzilla movies, you know, recommendations. What's your favorite era, you know? And again, as always, I know I say this a bunch, but if you go on Instagram, the easiest way to reach out to us, you don't have to like 
copy our email address down or memorize no, it when we write it. Don't comment on the pictures. You don't need to do that either. Just, just go to the page and click that email button. Someone will respond to you. I promise. Whether it's Mike, Colin, or Joe, we yep. will be there. And all you have to do is go to the page and click that email button. It is the easiest yeah, way to get in touch with us. Yeah, hit us with a suggestion, please. Yeah, otherwise we're going to be back next week as regularly scheduled every Tuesday. Be sure to check it out. And I have been, what did I say, Micah Godzilla. Mm-hmm. You're King Mike the 13th. King Micah Godzilla 13th. King Micah Godzilla. Go. I'm going to say like Call Gan or something like that. Call Gan, that works. <laughs> yeah. Sure, okay. I'm just regular old Joe. No, you should be Joe Dan. Joe Dan. Joe Dan. <laughs> I'm Joe Dan. Joe Dan. All right, signing off, Normies. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your week. Gojira. Let them fight. And now it's time for Cobb's Corner, Godzilla. Uh, hey guys, it's uh, Jacob. Jacob Cobb Cobberton here. Um, yeah, so I saw Godzilla. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was okay. I wouldn't say it was great. Um, my problem is, okay, love the monster stuff. Great stuff. Um, didn't love the human stuff that much, which I thought I, going into it, I would like it more because I like the whole cast. Uh, it's a lot of my favorite TV actors. You got Eleven from Stranger Things. You got uh, Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights, uh, my favorite. Um, you got Tywin Lannister, of course. Um, but no, the... Uh, Human stuff, ultimately, I did not care about that family at all. Um, I did not like Kyle Chandler. I did not like Vera Farmiga. I did not like that the whole um, movie happened essentially because Vera Farmiga. Well, this is a spoiler, um, but uh, just suffice to say, I didn't love Vera Farmiga's characters or her motivations. Uh, really kind of took me out of the movie, um, but all the, the monster stuff was great. Um, love King Ghidorah. I uh, love his design. Super cool. Um, Mothra, very nice. Uh, and overall, um, I did like it better than 2014, um, which I also didn't care about the human stuff. Um, more Godzilla, more monsters, King of all monsters, um, Gojira, uh, great stuff, but ultimately not that good. And this has been another edition of Cobb's Corner or the first. <laughs> oh hell yeah this is aquaman and if you enjoyed that episode i'd really appreciate it if you give it a like share and subscribe on itunes and you'd really be one of my man if you share with a friend we'll be seeing you around